0: Hi, and welcome to The Final Report, where HMC Investigations teams up with former criminal defense attorney Fletcher Long and author and research specialist Tracy Ellis to discuss real live cases. Some episodes are live and some are not, but don't worry, we want to hear from you. For questions and comments, send an email to thefinalreportpodcast at gmail.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Final Report live stream. Today, we have a special guest joining us, and I just want to take a moment to tell you about this man. His name is Sammy Johnson, and he's one of the bravest, honest, and kind people I've ever known. Sammy was one of Tommy Ballard's foot soldiers in the search for Tommy's daughter, Crystal Rogers, who went missing from Bardstown, Kentucky on July 3rd, 2015. Tommy and Sammy were on the right path until Tommy was murdered on November 19th, 2016. Crystal and Tommy's killers are still at large, and Sammy has dedicated almost all of his time to bringing justice for his best friend, Tommy, and Tommy's daughter. Let's give him a nice, big, warm welcome.
1: thank you heather for having me on today uh not only was you know consider tommy a best friend and but tommy and crystal were family uh tommy's wife sherry is my niece and and uh i kind of orchestrated uh years ago about a boyfriend girlfriend deal and and uh they uh are together or were together you know till he got murdered and and so there's it's more than just a, a friend you know it's it's such family. And, and, uh, you know, we won't give up, you know, we still search for crystal and we're still trying to find justice for Tommy. And, you know, we look at every angle and every tip, and, uh, that we get in, we'll cover and follow. And, and we won't stop, you know, until hopefully we can bring crystal home and, you know, justice for Tommy.
0: Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about what you guys have been doing and, what kind of a track you were on before Tommy was murdered?
1: Uh, we were planning actually a trip to Tennessee. Uh, Tommy called me that Wednesday and told me not to tell nobody where we were going. You know, he wanted to, didn't want nobody to go move the body if it was there. But uh, as you know, he was killed that uh, that weekend, and uh, so we still went to Tennessee and and checked out the area that you know, we'd got a tip on, and it you know turned out to be nothing, but, you know, still every tip we get, we follow, but there was a lot, a lot that even the media or, you know, that the, the police department didn't know, you know, the evidence that, you know, Tommy had uncovered, and, and I think they needed to get him out of the way, you know, before he yeah. uncovered something that, You know, brought this to justice until we found Crystal. and I think that they knew that. Yeah. So they had to get rid of him.
0: Sammy, there was a raid of Nick Houck's grandmother's house last year. uh, I believe it was July of 2017. What can you tell us about that search? I remember seeing um, on the news that I believe there were, I, I believe the FBI was there, and helicopters, and and uh, we saw them coming out of the house with something covered up by a blanket. What was that
1: about? The reasoning for the search for the warrant at his mother's hu- or grandmother's house, that's where Nick was living at the time. Uh, when we found the white car that belonged to Grandma that was on the farm the night Crystal went missing, when we located it, Nick moved in with the grandma, you know, the owner of the car, uh, believing, we believe, you know, to, to protect her from us from getting information. But the reason they did the search warrant was they they got every bit of his gun loading equipment or shell loading equipment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they were trying to match up his equipment to the bullet, uh, you know, that killed Tommy and, and was a reason for that search. But. You know, they keep telling us that, you know, well, nothing's come back. Nothing's come back yet. And so, you know, we've heard it all through this investigation. We're still waiting. We're waiting. You know, that's all we hear. But the the main reason for the search was to see if they could match that bullet to his, to Nick Hauk's equipment.
2: I do have some questions for Sammy. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier. The couple that was killed in Brooks's apartment that, I guess, Actually, I was in jail, and then he let these other this other couple come into the apartment to rent it. You know, the ones the couple that was killed in Louisville.
1: Yes, I mean, yes, I know, I know uh, what
2: you're talking. Do you know what they were driving? Because they weren't driving the same color vehicle that was at the Netherlands, were they? No. Uh.
1: Uh-uh.
2: Okay. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that and um. And, of course, I always have questions for Sammy during the week. I'll just throw up some questions or call him. And and right now, it's like I'm stuck for a question because we covered a lot on the, um, the other part. But where do you actually believe Crystal is?
1: Where do I actually believe she is? Yes. Uh, at this point, I I believe you know I didn't I didn't believe this through, through the whole investigation. But at this point, you know, it makes me wonder if she's still not on the farm.
2: Yeah, um, and I have a question on on. Remember Nick's interview? Did you did you listen to the interviews with the FBI and um, his other interview? Yes. On YouTube. Okay. At one point. The the guy says, You know we're gonna find her and he nods his head yes. Did you catch that?
1: Um, I don't remember it but
2: Nick Nick nodded his head yes. Like
1: I didn't yes, catch so that.
2: Gonna-
1: I remember the question.
2: Yeah. Well, I feel like
0: we've just kind of jumped into this conversation, and maybe uh, we do have we do have a guest on the show right now. Uh, so hi, Amy from New York City. And I feel like maybe we should just kind of run over the basic facts of this case since uh, we did talk about it in an episode that will be published today, but it hasn't been published yet. so for anybody who is not familiar with this case, um, we're talking about Crystal Rogers and <laughs> Fletcher. No, you can speak at any time. We'll hear you. <laughs> he said, what am I, chopped liver? Hello, can you hear us?
3: Yeah, I got you. I was messing around. Okay. Because Amy and I, technically you've got two guests on the live stream. You've got Amy and, and me too. And yourself.
0: So, uh, our, one of our co-hosts is a guest today. <laughs> but sorry about that, Fletcher. But um, so back to the facts of the case. Tracy, do you
2: wanna run down those for us? Well, now with with the true he can call me liar in any second, Sammy can, because he knows the right <laughs> crystal Crystal went um, missing on July third, twenty fifteen, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: And um her car was seen with a flat tire on the Bluegrass Parkway. At- 3 30 in the morning on july 4th was that the earliest that you know of sammy because that changes and i know that you know the exact time of some witnesses
1: i had it there uh a guy told me that he seen it as early uh she went missing friday night he said that he seen it saturday
2: okay but saturday what time do you have a
1: like early I can't remember the exact time because okay. I've got so many different people telling me different times, you know, and I keep backing them up right. and backing them up. Uh, uh, I do know for sure that a girl Saturday night at 3.30 seen her car there, you know, 3.30 Saturday morning.
2: Okay. Her and, way I, to work. and the friend I know that lives in the area saw it at 7.30 that morning. So you go back further to 3.30 a.m., Okay. Yeah.
1: She was on her work to Etown and she said she remembers seeing the car at three thirty that morning.
2: And Etown is Elizabethtown. Yes. Which is is it a little south of Bardstown?
1: Yeah, it's west of Bardstown.
2: West, okay.
0: Okay. And so we know that earlier that day Crystal was on the uh, Brooks house, mother's farm, and it was her and Brooks and their son, correct? Yes. Okay. And uh, let me make sure I have this right, because we did talk about this earlier, but um, Brooks says that they went for a walk, and they were going to feed the cows, but then he later says that he had to leave to go get the food, and then... He drives to the end of the road, turns around, comes back. As far as we know, never even went to get feed. Um, is that all the way you understand it?
1: Yes. He said that that he had left to go get feed, but he realized that tractor supply would be closed before he could get there. So he turns around and comes back. Uh, so okay. he's only gone a few minutes. The okay. camera shows him coming out of the road, but we can't tell which way he turned. And then just a couple of minutes, he comes back. Okay.
2: And he fed the cows with what? (laughs) If he didn't have any cows, cows
0: went to bed hungry that night. I don't. Yeah.
2: Because he said they went out to feed them, and that's why they were marching through the pasture. If he didn't have food, what'd they eat?
0: Right. And so between the hours of six a.m. and eight a.m. Uh, on July fourth, the day after Crystal went missing, we know that like Nick's truck, Brooks' truck, and their grandma's white Buick are seen coming and going from the farm and into town. Um, do you have any more insight on that, Sammy? Uh,
1: that at eleven o'clock Saturday, they were at Nick's house. Uh, he was moving out of the house that weekend, so. His mom and dad and Brooks and Nick were all at the ha- at Nick's house at 11 o'clock Saturday. Okay.
2: Now, that was 4th of July?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was the Saturday, you know, after Crystal went missing on you know, the next day.
2: Yeah, he said he was at a party with his uncle something and never even mentions that. Yeah,
1: the party was at that night.
2: Oh, it was, it was on the third night. No, on I, the fourth. Okay, on the fourth, and your Saturday about, night.
1: Saturday night was the party.
2: Okay, gotcha. And so Nick
0: claims that nobody told him Crystal was missing at the party. Is
1: that
2: yeah.
0: You from from his interview and whatnot, it seems like he was saying he didn't find out till later when it was on the TV.
2: Yeah. Very yeah, they were all together
0: yet nobody mentioned why crystal was not there you would think somebody be like where's crystal why isn't she here
2: yeah or or even so the family once again gets together and never speaks to the other one that happens seems to happen a lot in the help family they're side by side and in the same area but they never talk to each other
0: the mother of my child being you know awol would be worth mentioning
2: because the week after, on the farm, they have um, the video where they show the two of them, Brooks' truck going out there right after the interview, and Nick's cruiser, police cruiser, following him. And then he says he didn't have, he didn't even see or talk to his, his brother yet that they, they were out there on the farm at the same time.
1: We that was on a Wednesday after Crystal went missing. I had a command post set up on Highway 49. Uh, it's where everybody volunteer was coming, you know, to me to search. And while we were there, Brooks is in the front, and Nick's behind him in the police car. And Brooks is in his truck. And it was about 7:15 that night. They drove by, and so and both of them went into the farm the same time. But but you know, like Tracy said, but they never spoke to each other. Um, and I've got probably 700 i mean 70 witnesses that seen them go by that day plus i've got them on video at two different places following each other going toward the farm that night
2: and he had just called and talked to him on the phone in the interview they've got that on camera yeah but when they get out of the car yet they don't talk to each other when they're just on the phone in the interview room that's a story they say anyway
0: yeah, that's very interesting. So they did a show, Oxygen did a show, and I know there were a lot of things that were revealed on that show or or at least uh, seemed to be resolved on that show, like, for instance, that uh, it was proven through reenactment that uh, Tommy's murder couldn't possibly have been an accident as they have it listed at the uh, sheriff's department down there. Or is it the police department or sheriff's department? I'm sorry. It's
1: the the state police.
0: State police. Okay. So, yeah, it's listed as being a hunting accident. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. So, through the show and the reenactment, didn't it prove that it couldn't have been an accident?
1: Yeah, they call it, um, they won't call it a murder. Uh, They just call it a death. You know, they won't say that it's a murder. That he was murdered. It was just that, you know, that it was a death that happened, and they've not ruled it as a murder yet. So, but you're right. The show, you know, and I mean, ever the whole town knows Tommy was. You know, he was killed. He was right. sniped, or uh, somebody set up in the woods and and uh, you know waited for him, and and uh, you know the, the state police know, but I guess they can't say that. You know, for whatever reason, legal reasons.
2: You do you believe it's tied to the same people that uh, took care, took Crystal?
1: Yes, yes, definitely, absolutely. It's uh, it's connected.
2: And Jason Ellis. Yes, absolutely. but not the Netherlands.
1: The Netherlands. I have not found any connection whatsoever, you know, mm-hmm. that ties them in to any of the other cases. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more of okay. a, uh, just somebody killing, you know, and that they just got to, they they're the one that got picked for that to happen to them. Uh, that's my belief now, yeah. but you know, I find nothing. I haven't found nothing that ties them into Tommy Crystal or Jason.
2: Okay. The Louisville couple? Yes. That was living in Brooks' apartment. and Now, the Brooks, can you explain that a little bit more? The one that went to jail for lying to the grand jury.
1: Yeah, he was one of uh, Brooks' workers. Uh, And Crystal used to take him, pick him up, and take him to work all the time because he didn't have a vehicle. And he lived in an apartment while he was working for Brooks, you know, that was part of his pay. Uh and then they called him up to the grand jury and he lied, so they locked they put him in jail for it. So Brooks, now I don't know the time frame of when the couple lived there and when he if it was the same time as he was in jail, but they lived in the same apartment that this guy did.
2: That and belonged. they ended up killed.
1: Yes, they went to Apparently went to the casino and was coming home and and come through Louisville and never made it home. They found them both shot in a drug area in Louisville. But people that know them personally said they wasn't involved in drugs. The apartment complex they live in is drug infested. So I don't know why you would drive to Louisville to pick up drugs when you can go next door and get them. 35 miles away, you know. Why mm-hmm. not just go to your neighbor? That's beside you selling drugs, and and I I think it was a I think it was a setup deal. You know, I think it, I think it was made to look like it was a drug deal gone bad.
2: So you what, think it's tied in?
1: I uh, I don't know if it's tied in, but it, it's just a fishy murder case that's never been solved. It's just been ruled a you know drug deal gone bad when these people wasn't drug heads. You know, they didn't, they had no no record of doing drugs and well and it's just an
0: awful lot of um acquaintances of the halk brothers that are showing up dead or you know it just seems like they seem to be the common thread in all these murders uh with the
1: exception of
0: the netherlands
1: yeah i think my this is my personal opinion but i think jason found out something and i know what he I'm 99% sure I know now what he found out and the people that were involved. And uh, so they yeah. get rid of him. Uh, and then I think Crystal overheard, you know, them discussing what happened to Jason. So they had to take her out and then they knew Tommy wasn't going to quit. Right. Exactly. Uh, I was just saying, you know, me and Tommy wouldn't stop. And, you know, we've got a, a whole team. Uh, we uh, Somebody named us. Team Crystal and you know that searched, still searched, you know, almost every weekend and and you know, they knew we wasn't gonna stop. And I think they were afraid of Tommy was gonna keep going and what was he gonna uncover. Right. And and I wish today that I could share with Tommy what I know now. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's something that I've got to keep quiet about because, you know, I've got a I've got a cop that's dead uh you know Tommy's dead and and I know that some things I have to keep to myself to, for protection. Yeah. I wish Tommy was here today, you know, so I could tell him what's going, you know, what I had found out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, think I have a pretty good idea what you're talking about and yeah, if yeah. so, I think we we touched on it just a little bit um in the podcast that we haven't published yet, but Fletcher, what do you think? Uh, where do you think that the family should go from here? Um, do you think that Brooks should be in jail? What about what about like civil suits? Do you think it would be wise for them to pursue that? Well,
3: you know, I don't want to. You know, as a former attorney, I'm not an attorney any longer, uh, and I don't have an active law license any longer. But uh, I've been disbarred. But as a former attorney, I would say that there is a potential lawsuit file against Brooks, and you could obtain a legal finding that he uh, more likely than not caused Crystal Rogers' death, which is a different standard of proof than what would be required to convict him of a crime. And if you'll recall, that's exactly what happened in the O.J. Simpson situation. The Goldmans and the Browns sued O.J. after he was acquitted in the criminal trial having wrongfully caused her death and won a verdict against him of many, many millions of dollars that resulted in his having to sell a lot of his memorabilia, including his Heisman Trophy. And then years later, he goes into a hotel room in Las Vegas to try to get some of that memorabilia back and gets convicted of uh, robbery and serves a considerable stretch in the penitentiary in Nevada, uh, and it was all kind of loosely uh, caused by this civil suit that the Goldmans and the Browns filed after they didn't get what they uh, believed justice would have delineated in the criminal case. So that is something to consider.
0: Right, and you know what? As a PI, one of the questions I ask my clients when they come to me and want to hire me for homicide investigations is, are you going to be able to file a civil suit, you know, and and oftentimes they want me to help them find an attorney, which um, isn't usually a difficult thing to do, but obviously they don't work for free. So unfortunately, in a lot of cases where the murderers are not being charged criminally, it becomes the burden of the victim's family to pursue justice in a civil arena, which isn't right, but sometimes at the end of the day, it's the only way. And what I hope for a lot of times is that through the civil suit, we acquire enough uh, to take to the police to, to prosecute. And one of the big advantages of a civil suit is that you now have the power to subpoena information, which you know just as a PI, I kind of you know I'm going out there blind and I'm uh, just talking to witnesses and whatnot, but things like phone records and you know IP address information, stuff like that, and really it's endless. Like anything that you need, you can you can subpoena through a civil suit. Well, I think Fletcher's going to have to go. He says that he has to get his son, and so he's signing off. Um, But thank you for for your contribution, Fletcher, even though it was kind of difficult since you couldn't hear us and we could only hear you. Um, But I just want to say thank you and have a good day. Well,
3: well, you know, know, Heather, any time you don't get to hear Tracy, it is a punishment all its own.
2: (laughs) Aw. Tracy, I think Fletcher's a fan. No, cuz Sammy's laughing too. <laughs> I will bid y'all
3: to you. I'll be talking to you later, Heather. All right. Fletcher. Thanks.
0: Bye. Sammy, yes. I'll tell you what. You are just one of the best people I've ever known and I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm I'm you're my hero.
1: <laughs> no, no. I tell you that you're my hero. I want to be like you.
0: Aww, <laughs> when you grow up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's great. Well,
1: I love your music and I love <laughs> the work you do.
0: Well, thank you. And I love the work you do. It's it's really amazing how um, I know tragedy brought us all together. And, you know, even me and Tracy and Fletcher. and um, But it's really cool how you just make the best of friends in these situations. And you just meet really, really good people. And, uh, Sammy, like I said, I just, you're you're great and just keep on keeping on. You were actually the one who accompanied me for uh, when I went to question the suspect in Raquel Jackson's murder.
2: Yes. So yeah, we can't say the suspect's name though. The
0: suspect, I almost we, will call William. we call him William. Yes, William. And yes. Do you mind kind of commenting a little bit on your observations of that interview?
1: um i think my opinion that the boy is definitely definitely you know guilty and uh when we went to his house first and you know he wasn't there and then when you finally got in touch with him and he wanted us to meet him at the park Mm -hmm. uh, i didn't feel like that was a good idea because i know that area and it's uh a lot of killings. Plus, was his ex, one of his ex girlfriends, was killed and dumped there. So now,
0: I knew wasn't, that wasn't a, that wasn't an ex girlfriend. That was actually somebody that was trying to buy crack from him. But oh, he does have yeah. uh, a, more than one ex girlfriend <laughs> that's dead. Um, which I don't know. Explain that one. But
1: and uh, and I think you know, as you were presenting the the case to him, uh, to me, if it'd been my You know, my girlfriend and my son, I'd have been a little more distraught about it, and he just, he showed no emotion, you know, and it's like he was just getting angry that you were even there. Yeah, I think he lied to us about going to the doctor, because he kept telling us he didn't take her to the doctor. Oh, yeah. My my opinion was, I think he did go to the doctor, and I think, you know, this, again, my opinion that he realized that, hey, uh, she's further along than than I, than she's telling me, and, Mm -hmm. This is not my baby. Yep.
0: I think that's what he thought
1: for sure. And he, and you know, again, my opinion, but he went back and out of rage and, and, you know, kicked the door in, whatever, and went in and
2: stabbed her. Probably because he thought that because he he was a tall man, correct? No. No. No, he's my height. He's. I I'm thought maybe sure. the baby looked, you About know five, how they say they're yeah. bigger than they are sometimes at certain stages. Maybe he thought that. Yeah, I don't know.
0: There's no telling what he thought, but it was really obvious that he was a very jealous person. And, you know, in the interview, which uh, for you, for those of you listening, um, you can go back and listen to episode two. Uh, The Brutal Slaying of Raquel Jackson, and that's actually what we're talking about right now. And um, Crystal was eight months pregnant when she was stabbed to death. And what we're discussing right now is uh, when I went to interview the... It wasn't
2: Crystal. It wasn't Crystal. Oh,
0: shoot. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Raquel. Raquel. I'm getting them mixed up. I apologize. Uh, But yeah, Raquel was eight months pregnant and when she was stabbed to death. And um, she had just come back from her doctor's appointment where she had had a sonogram, and she had talked to some friends, and she was excited because um, the baby baby's father had gone with her that day, and which he hadn't done before. And she had told her friends that, but, uh, of course, he denies that because, um, uh, I mean, there's so much involved, but she had actually... Taken out an emergency order protection against him so uh, they weren't supposed to be around each other at all so that explains why when the police asked him you know if he was there if he went to the doctor's appointment with with her that day that he would say no because you know automatically that would be uh, a strike against him and and would be reason for incarceration
1: sounds like a the hounds that keep getting by with it you know tracy keeps getting by with it that's kind of sounds like the hounds you know they uh it's like they could commit murder and nobody can figure them out
0: right right well i mean both cases that one and this one it's like how hard is it to figure out and again you know what we were kind of talking about earlier is that it's really hard sometimes to trust law enforcement because you know it, it just, you don't know what to think when all these people were, you know, uh, in this particular case with William and Raquel, that they should have gone in with a search warrant and looked for a pair of shoes that matched the footprint on the door, but they didn't do that, and here's a man who, not only did she have an emergency order of protection against him, but he had also been linked to other murders, and... Um, actually charged for one uh, capital murder and the witnesses were discredited so of course they didn't have a case and they plead down and they end up giving him a reckless homicide and he walks after the trial with 18 months time served uh, despite the fact that he put a gun to somebody's head, pulled the trigger and dumped her body in a park and it's just absurd because- and what you-, what
2: you get for that like Hardly any time. Two 18 years? Months.
0: 18, months.
2: 18
0: months. Yeah. 18 months. With credit time murder. served.
2: With credit time served. Yep. Yep.
0: Walked. Walked after the trial. So, you know, you, it's this case. It's Crystal Rogers' case. It's like, you know, how do these people keep getting away with this? So,
1: you know, the case y'all helped me with last week, the same situation was, right. you know, she right. had went to the police and the police wouldn't do nothing. And so a friend of her said, you know, I know somebody you can trust. You know, I'm going to call him and get him to help. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's crazy how, and the same way with Crystal, you know, people get tips and stuff, and, and they won't go to the police, but they'll come to me, you know. And it's like because they don't trust the police. And this girl's, you know, she said, I've done everything I can do, and they won't help me, you know. Where do I go from here? And Right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, then yeah. you kind of. Over, over that, a jealous boyfriend, you kind of go into a more of a protection mode. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. it's, you know, it's they couldn't get no help. You know, she couldn't get no help from the police. And, and uh, yeah. so, you know, who do you turn to? And that's what does, you know, who do you turn to, you know, with Tommy and Crystal and, you know, Jason and all the other murders? And there's a lot more murders in this town and just the ones we've talked about. Um, there's another one that, That was written a that was involved with the house that wound up shot in the head, dumped Mm -hmm. in a barn, and they never figured out who did it.
0: When did that happen?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say it's probably Crystal's been gone three years, probably five years ago.
2: Wow,
1: that he had gotten Mm -hmm. a fight the week before with over rental property with the house and went missing, and then a week later they found him in a barn. Uh, hmm. shot in the head God. what and was his name wow I went and investigated that The not him but but I knew that he was tied in with the halk so I went down to to search for Crystal in that same area and a guy come up to me and asked me what was I doing there and I told him you know and he said well you're not the only one here the police was here last week you know asking the same questions you are and and this guy told me, he said, I'll tell you who killed him. And, you know, and he he told me the house did.
2: Mm.
1: And, uh, wow. like I said, this, this guy was, you know, murdered. and They've never found out who did it.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: And, and the guy that owned the property, you know, took me and show, showed me, you know, where they found him at. If you go the road that he was found on, if you go the opposite direction, it comes out. Um right beside where their, the House daddy was living at. Mm. I mean, they could have, you know, been at their house and took him right back this road and dumped him in his barn and come right back.
2: Those uh, back roads are used a lot by the house. Um
1: Yeah, there's more cases, you know, that's, that people's been murdered and they've never found out. Uh, there was a girl on the road I grew up on. They found her on the side of the road. She was out jogging, and they found her. You know dead on the road and they never figured out who did it
0: uh by what how was she how was killed, she killed? <laughs> uh
1: she was stabbed Yeah. and yeah. uh but there's not i can't come to mind right now but uh one day we were looking up and it's like i have 10 or 12 cases that's never been solved here wow uh, we have little store that was stabbed years ago and they never figured out who killed her. She Mm -hmm. was stabbed with a, with a sword.
2: Oh,
1: they never figured that one out. Uh, it's
0: hard to conceal a sword.
1: Uh, uh, well, it was the shop that where she was killed at sold them. Oh, I see. Uh, And then there was a friend of mine. Now that just come to mind that was killed. Uh, you know, and nobody was ever convicted, you know, convicted him of it. Uh, nobody ever got convicted of that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah. was killed at his house, and they said it was over drugs that, but, uh, you know, that uh, drug deal, they would come to buy drugs from me, but they never got a conviction on that. You know, never on.
0: Seems yeah. like it's always either drugs or something to do with jealousy, you know, cheating or
1: something of that sort well that was you know the one last week that that i y'all helped me on you know she was terrified she yeah. said I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up like crystal you know that he's gonna kill me i know he's gonna kill me you know she was scared to death and, and i told yeah. her i said that won't happen you know i'll we won't let that happen to you and,
0: and she you know, went to she, get didn't she try to get a uh, emergency order protection and they wouldn't give it to her
2: Right. Yeah. They told Yeah, the Kentucky State Police told her to go to the sheriff's department. And in the sheriff's department that she thinks, she's not sure, that she went outside and all of a sudden the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend pulls up in his car. Right. So, you know, um. it, it really makes you wonder what
0: the point in getting an emergency order protection is, though, really, because I could, I could tell you a few stories about people who took out these orders and then, you know, I mean, anybody that's going to get you is going to walk right through that order. And I know it's not a very comforting uh, statement to make, but, you know, Raquel had taken out an emergency order protection, which you know and had just done it, and was supposed to be testifying against William in court for a, a, a separate charge. It was second degree burglary, and you know because she was killed, those charges were dismissed. And it's just like, what was the point? I mean, he's not he's not in jail. They didn't even really investigate the case that well, um, and they've got a guy right over here that's that she's already asked for protection against, and they failed to protect her. But then not only did they fail to protect her, but they also they
2: failed to prosecute the guy. Yeah, but I think it probably will help down the line, especially like the girl we helped with the other day. She may not have one, but if she had one, it might not prevent her from being hurt. But at least it's on the record. And I bet her attorney told her to go get one.
0: Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. I mean, what's the point in it being on the record if. Somebody's dead and they're still not doing anything with it. I guess it just
2: makes her feel better.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, I guess we'll jump off here. We haven't seen any other questions. So, um, Sammy, thank, thank you, you so me. much for joining us. And you're welcome. Yeah. So, so next week,
2: what's that? I said, we'll talk to him later. Oh, at yeah. Some point.
0: Yeah, we'll talk to you later, Sammy. Thank you so much.